0: welcome to the iot podcast powered by Paratus people be among the first to find out what's happening in the fascinating and growing world of iot from the industry leaders themselves
1: welcome to the iot podcast show today i'm joined by adri van maeren adri is the product marketing manager at dialogue semiconductor Dialogue is a leader in developing integrated circuits for IoT-powered devices. Adri is a highly experienced wireless system on chip sales and business development professional from product definition to end result. Adri, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, here, Tom. You're very welcome. Uh, Adri, if we could just start by just explaining what is connected health and what iot will change in healthcare technology
0: yeah yeah thanks for asking the, the the question here so in my view connected health is about connecting all sorts of medical devices and products and equipment to the to the cloud far beyond on what we've seen today. So everyone knows about wearable, uh, elderly buttons or alarms. In some cases, these are voice pendants, and uh, so you can do an an emergency call. Um, They can probably do some fall detection, but this is most about, let's say, monitoring and some alarm generation. Today, and looking forward, what Connected Health I believe it's about is it will be offering new solutions, helping patients in their daily life, making medicines more effective, and uh, it will also uh, generate real-time behavior data of of patients rather than uh, questionnaire data what is available today. So it's it's really a combination of tracking of equipment, uh, monitoring, but also about more effective medicines. So benefits of of Connected Health, as I see it, let's say going forward, is to offload the healthcare system to some extent by self-monitoring. It's keeping cost of healthcare under control, so automated uh, patient data, reduced number of consults, and also uh, offering some level of convenience because a FaceTime consult is probably more convenient than traveling to your doctor, hospital, or care center. IoT uh, can also make a real difference to, to patients in their daily life, I believe, uh, because in diabetes, for instance, it can help avoiding critical low uh, blood sugar levels, uh, avoiding the hypos and associated problems to go with that, um, and even, let's say, reduce uh, hospitalization. And taking insulin, for instance, uh, when it comes to diabetes is is to do that timely is is, is very important. So you know, IOT can really play a very important role. And, and just another example in, in asthma or COPD, it can also help to make medicines more effective, let's say doing guidance during inhaling events and taking control of the time between inhalings, doing noise analysis, whether an inhaling went, went right or wrong. So these kind of things, I think, are a great, let's say, uh, value uh, connected health, let's say, can can bring.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's quite um, it's quite interesting you should mention the actual uh, screening of health. Uh, so being able to video call with general practitioners and healthcare professionals, because I've recently signed up to uh, private health in the UK, and as part of that package, they had something called Babylon which is an app that allows you to see GPs 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it actually got me thinking about how you could extend that with IoT and with sensors. So to have real time uh, logging of information um, for health monitoring purposes, as opposed to it just picking it up from your smart device or your wearable, etc. So it's really interesting that you should mention that connected health e- element, because it's something I think ever more so on people's minds right now, uh, coming through this pandemic. Um, on that note, Adri, what, what are the main benefits then of Bluetooth Low Energy, otherwise known as BLE solutions in the medical sector?
0: Uh, well, Bluetooth Low Energy, in, in my view, is, is the perfect technology for for connected healthcare, to make it a reality, because it ticks all the boxes, you know. It's it's about making it super small, so size Lowest power, but also cost, and 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 also a very important factor here. Bluetooth low energy is one of the wireless technologies integrated into into a smartphone, and that smartphone is essential for this self-monitoring because it's a gateway directly into the cloud, and uh, that that's I think very very important. And then, for instance. Things like tracking and locating, um, they're all let's say possible these days. Uh, think about let's say the smart tags, let's say, which are widely available, which you use, let's say, to find back, let's say, your wallet or your keys. They can also be used, for instance, for for medical equipment, which is often get lost in a, in a, in a big hospital. And new, new developments, let's say, both in the Bluetooth organizations and in Dialog, let's say, will further advance these capabilities with accurate distance measurement, but also in direction finding. So I think these are some some great technologies and and advantages of of BLE. And at Dialog, we developed specifically Uh, a product, let's say, with medical disposable use cases in mind. So it has, say, Bluetooth connectivity to a medical device, but it's also capable of working with the type of batteries being used for for medical devices. And it has some very special built-in features um, for, for instance, uh, products like, like injectors. And most recently, it has been proved to be a very good fit for uh, all sorts of devices fighting COVID-19. So I, I think, let's say, Connected Health, let's say, and, and and IoT is is happening as we speak.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it'll be interesting to see where this goes in, in the future. You me- you mentioned there, Adri, uh, a couple of application areas, but what are the main application areas that we see today with Connected Health and BLE?
0: Yeah, for, uh, for us, of course, uh, as, as, as being a wireless, let's say, company, we, we look, let's say, from our business group specifically into, into a number of, of segments. So for us, diabetes care are, are important. Um, asthma or COPD uh, products, let's say, are, are important. Blood pressure meters, and I would say also thermometer patches. So then we be starting with, with diabetes care so taking insulin is uh, on time is is very important for uh, to be effective but also for your well-being and you know up to now let's say patients have been filling out their uh, their, their questionnaires uh, you know to kind of prove how well they behave on on taking their uh, their medicines in in time and typically patients are not super disciplined and um and and monitoring and logging um will can yeah will and maybe can really help let's say to uh to have insulin as an example to be more effective and it could let's say so lead to to reduced hospitalization so there is some real benefit uh also from i would say yeah a healthcare cost uh, perspective next to to convenience and then in smart inhalers we we talked already a little bit about let's say the time in between uh, inhaling events, um, and you know these kind of features will will really help let's say to make smart inhalers to to become true uh, because inhalers let's say are very often not used correctly and and they they work up to thirty. Percent plus, um, yeah, away from their their uh, effectiveness of where they should be. Um, so it's it's a real added added value. And then blood pressure meters. That's another, I think, great example. Uh, in the old days, you would have to visit your doctor. Then you take a measure, single measurement. He would go away uh, maybe you go to the doctor you're maybe not as comfortable and distressed as you should be if you do it at home and you can do a continuous measurement you can actually conduct let's say a measurement over 24 hours so you get a much better picture of what's going on
1: yeah yeah I think for me it's um it's critical that we're um, proposing more solutions and advancing what we're already doing in these areas, moving forward, and and really using tech for good, when it comes to, to healthcare. Um, on, on that note, actually, we're, we're seeing a lot of wearables becoming increasingly utilised and innovated at the moment. What are your views and that of dialogue for wearables and the connected health?
0: Well, In our view, wearable and connected health go very well together, Uh, so healthcare insurance companies, uh, they want to encourage, let's say, a more healthy lifestyle and activity trackers and and sport watches are the perfect companion devices to, to accomplish that. Um, and, and over time, you, you start to see already more health functions or health monitoring functions have been added to activity trackers. So it started off maybe with simple stat counters and they become more advanced. Uh, heart rate monitoring was added and also these kind of, let's say, uh, functions are getting more and more advanced. So there are even, I would say, medical grade uh, heart rate monitoring uh, um, functions in, in wearable devices. So it's it's a perfect match.
1: Yeah. And what, what are the most important characteristics of great Bluetooth Low Energy IC solutions?
0: Um, well, it's it's typically coming down, let's say, to, to three main factors. It's about smallest in size, uh, lowest cost uh, in case of disposable, Um, um, and lowest power Uh, these these three let's say are always uh, driving let's say uh, applications and, and, and mass deployment and, and for instance, to be able uh, to enable this, we, we developed, let's say, the, the SmartBond uh, DA14531 uh, for disposable connected health applications, and, and that has proven to be a great addition already to our, our SmartBond family. So we have now multiple devices, both for wearable, but also for connected health applications, and that makes it a great fit for uh, for medical uh, and pharmaceutical uh, applications, and for instance, or or flagship, let's say, has already the major functions integrated. So it has all the battery management, a charger for rechargeable applications. It has a dedicated sensor node controller, so it can process the the health sensor data in the low in the most low power way. And even in display controller to uh, to uh, to be equipped, let's say, to deal with the most common used displays in wearables. So I think it's 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 a great fit, and be more a bit more specific on our uh, newly developed DA fourteen five thirty one. Uh, for injectors, for instance, we we have let's say some of the inputs on the device to be active also in its lowest power states, so or basically in the shelf life uh, or hibernation state. And once you start, let's say, to, to, to take an injector out of the box and you start to do the dose setting on the device, it will wake up, catch that dose, and, um, and, and moves to active mode. And in an active mode, it it can uh, it can range in output power uh, to also run at the absolute lowest uh, lowest lowest power. In it, it support for that reason a whisper mode, and it can let's say run let's say in a smartphone connected mode or simply act as 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 a beacon. Um, and then yeah, medical disposable products uh, they work with super low capacity batteries like like silver oxide. Or the the lowest cost alkaline button cell batteries. They have really small capacity uh, of, of energy on board, and and typically when you start, let's say, to connect an electronic circuit to these kind of batteries, because of their high internal resistance, um, and 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 the charge which takes place when you connect, let's say, electronics to to a power source, then there are peak currents, and you know we actually. Uh, we developed a technique to deal with that. So, basically, it can start from any battery, no matter, let's say, how lousy the characteristics of that of the battery is. And then, of course, let's say the bill of material for disposable applications is also uh, super important and is under enormous price pressure. And, and for this reason, we made sure that we can only get away with just a coil for uh, for the dc dc converter to to convert your efficient to your your energy very efficiently and just a few uh, discrete and that's it so there is virtually very very little um, adders to to the bill of material which makes it easy into into manufacturing and also uh, attractive from a cost point
1: yeah thank you very much for explaining that adri on on that on that note, that's a really good point to talk about smart bond. I think what what dialogue connectivity smart bond solutions are out there at the moment in the world.
0: Well, we we are let's say um, uh, a b- big player in in variable solutions, uh, so that part uh, is addressed. I would say very well and, and picked up uh, in by the market. And, and then there are a number of early uh, adopter solutions out there, uh, for instance, like like a, a Bluetooth clip connected to an insulin pen to log the dose and time information, as, as an example. And most recent, of course, there are lots of, I would say, COVID-19 uh, fighting devices out there, like virus testers, uh, thermometers, and yeah, just to name a few and and also some yeah blood pressure meters are are already also in the market for for slightly longer time. so these are I would say typical devices, but there's also a lot of development going on um, by by our customer base and and medical and pharmaceutical design cycles are long, so it uh, it takes a time before they before they, they get to market.
1: Sure. And, and, and it'd be interesting to know, specifically from your point of view, because you're going to know this better than, than many people, what are the current innovations and trends that we're seeing in connected smart healthcare? You talk about the pandemic, and a number of devices coming out from that. Is, is that the main bulk of trends that we're seeing at the moment? Or is, are there other elements that we perhaps not touched on?
0: Yeah, so of course, let's say the the, the last year we've seen uh, a lot of activity in all sorts of devices uh, helping to fight COVID-19 um but there there's definitely a, a trend let's say ongoing to to make um medical devices and, and pharmaceutical the de- yeah, pharmaceutical devices uh connected and you know these um these developments they, they they take quite a bit of time before they get to market it's a long it's a long design cycle then there is full fda approval required so that that's taking that's taking a, a long time, um, but um, yeah, uh, that, that's ongoing um, activity and, and we, we notice that when we actually make products, let's say, smaller, lower power and lower cost, let's say, we will unlock new markets and we still see that, let's say, with our DA14531, this, this is happening today. And, um yeah just another example which would really benefit from from a device like this is for instance also uh, blood files in a, in a lab to be tested so instead of a barcode you know once let's say that file is, is lost you you don't know where it is if it's Bluetooth connected let's say it keeps on beaconing so you c- you can trace back let's say where where these where these samples are and yeah an- another. New technology, um, I think, which will be great, let's say, also for connected health, is is a technology like AI. Um, algorithms, for instance, to to detect uh, heart failure or epileptic attacks. Um, there are already some products with algorithms um, out there. But AI could be, let's say, a great technology to further enhance this kind of of algorithm. And yeah, for instance, you could detect, let's say, whether, whether a person is falling over um, or whether you're collapsing, for instance, from a heart attack. You know, these these kind of, let's say, continuous let's say, developments, whether it's just by with chips, but also by algorithms running, let's say, on hardware at the lowest power, you know, these are, let's say, continue to, to happen also in, in the future.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. So you talk about fall detection. So something that's just kind of had a light bulb moment in my head is uh, it would be interesting, wouldn't it, to find out the reason behind that fall? So rather than necessarily it just alerting a device and or you know a next of kin, however it's set up within that device to actually understand the reason for that fall. Was it an accident? Was it a trip? You know uh or, or is there something seriously wrong with someone and the analytics behind that and the software from continuous monitoring um that's an interesting point do, do you think we'd ever get to a, a point in the future where we'd be able to to read into that in in such detail adri
0: yeah I'm, I'm convinced let's say that is possible there are already some some algorithms uh, which can uh detect um falling from uh from i would say um yeah uh, collapsing and um, but but these kind of algorithms just as an example will continue to uh yeah, to be enhanced. And, you know, the, the, other, the other one I mentioned, like like uh, epileptic um, detection, you know, if, if you have, for instance, um, if an epileptic uh, attack is, is, is potential to appear in, in, in the future, it seems that your heart rate is temporarily increasing. Mm-hmm. And, mm. and by by the right algorithms, but also having the processing power to cope with that, let's say, you can do early detection of, of these kind of events. Yeah. And, and and they're making, let's say, a big difference in, in people's life.
1: 100%. And I think what's important would be to have a series of control measures to ensure that the the report or the reading is accurate. Because I think you know, thinking out loud, the last thing that you would want is it to incorrectly uh, diagnose or, or, or state that something has happened when it may not be the case. So you'd have certain uh, procedures built into those algorithms in order to say this, this must be that. And we can say with this amount of certainty that, that this is the reason for that event. Um, in, a, in an almost limitlessly connected world,
0: Andre, what is still to come? I think in an in an unlimited world say uh it, it's probably anything you can think of will will be connected um you know I, I I mentioned for instance injectors inhalers but um there could also be other 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 things that say uh connected uh, but i I think you know the 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 message here is there are there are let's say, Dozens and dozens, let's say, of, of use cases we, we haven't touched on. Mm-hmm. And, and whether they will get connected at the end of the day is a matter of uh, of again, let's say the the, 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 the the cost the cost of goods, power and and, and and size. Yeah. And for for every for every ten cent you could knock off, you could probably let's say triple, quadruple. Uh, your your volume
1: yeah yeah absolutely yeah adri thank you so much for coming on the show today I really appreciate it and it's been really interesting to hear your thoughts and that of dialogue into where we're going with iot uh we hope you could join again sometime in the future
0: you're welcome it was it was a joy to to be here thanks again for inviting me thank you
1: if you'd like to find out more about Dialogue Semiconductor, please follow them on Twitter under Dialogue Semi or under LinkedIn under Dialogue Semiconductor.
0: Thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe for more episodes in the IoT podcast. The leading podcast among the IoT community.